0: Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust?
1: If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple
0: Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. Can
1: you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or are you an alien wondering where the best parking spots for your flying saucer are? Aliens don't exist and flying saucers don't exist, Tiernan. Yeah, Hmm. don't they? Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And we are are the the Busters Busters or or Trusters.
0: We will be looking into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all kinds of unusual sightings.
1: You know, like that time you saw your teacher in the pet shop. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't know teachers could be trusted with animals. Yeah, weird. Mm, we will deep dive into all the evidence we can find and present the case with all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's all up to you, the listener, as you're going to be our chief detective. You'll work out what it all means and be making up your own mind if it's unexplained phenomenon or all a ridiculous carry-on, which it almost certainly will be. Or it won't be. Are you a myth-buster like me? Because you know there's always more to the case than meets the eye. Or are you a myth-truster like me? Because the truth is... Is out there? No, Tiernan, that's just a tree. It's the treeth. The treeth is the truth? The truth is out there. It's a, it's just a tree. <sighs> we'll tell you at the end of the show how to get in touch and to let us know if you're on the best team, Team Buster, or the other team. You know, Team Truster. The, the actual best one, Team Truster. Um, but
0: until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information, and start putting together your case. Here are a few thoughts from all you out there, our chief detectives. On the last episode.
1: Hi, I'm Lana, I'm AJ. I'm a mistruster because lots of people saw lights in the sky and nobody could explain it. Plus, the journalist would have got in trouble from his boss if he had just made it up.
0: Oh, wow, Lana, you were team buster about Bigfoot, but team truster on the Warminster thing. You are clearly thinking all the evidence through. Well done. But, you know, more well done for being on team truster with this one, obviously. We have had some emails into Bust or Trust this week. The first one comes from Alice, who wrote in about the Lost City of Atlantis episode. And Alice said, I think I'm a mystery truster because I believe in a lot of things. I think I'm good at that. Woohoo! Nice one, Alice. Go team truster. Yeah, I believe in a lot of things too, like how you're definitely on the best team. Then we had an email from Grant all about the Warminster thing episode. And Grant says, I'm Grant Hayes and I'm nine years old from Tennessee. I'm a mistruster because if all those cows could disappear in one day, nothing could possibly have done that besides, you know, aliens. So that's why I'm a myth truster. Yes, Grant, on my side again. And I totally agree. Who else can make all those cows disappear in one day apart from aliens? Or, you know, a rubbish cowboy. Ooh, or a cowboy alien. <sighs> Thank you also to everyone who's given this show a review. Story, story 123 wrote on Apple Podcasts, Lovely car listen for the whole family. Some of us are busters and some trusters. We had some great discussions. Oh, I bet you did. And that sounds really exciting. Much, much better than the car discussions I have, which are all me saying, are we there yet 500 times until everyone goes bananas? And thanks also to Taco Ben, who wrote This Is Awesome on Apple Podcasts 2. Thank you, Taco Ben, for thinking that it's awesome. And hey, aren't tacos
1: kind of UFO shaped? Hmm, something to think about. The Case. Right, what do we have on this episode? Well, Athena, here's a clue. We have got a monster of a case. Um,
0: that doesn't narrow it down. OK, well, how about if I tell you we've got our evidence
1: locked down? Nope, still, still no clue. But things could get messy. Oh, I thought we were doing the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, we are. Well done.
0: Right, in this episode we have a very famous case indeed. The Loch Ness Monster of Scotland. The Loch Ness Monster, or Nessie, as she's affectionately known, has been a mystery for over 1,500 years. Most Nessie spotters say the monster looks a bit like a dinosaur with a long neck or like a long snake swimming through the water. There have been so many sightings over the years that she's become a bit of an international legend. Athena, I know you do. I know what the answer's going to be. But do you
1: have some Scotland facts for us? I'm full of facts, Tiernan scotland is one of the four countries of the united kingdom the other three being england wales and northern ireland scotland is famous for lots of things including bagpipes tartan kilts and haggis a meal made from meat and herbs in a sheep's stomach mm, delicious Yum. scotland has a lot of lakes or lochs, as they're known in scots gaelic and some are enormous. Loch Ness, where Nessie apparently lives, is the biggest. It contains over 7,000 million cubic metres of water. That's more water than all the lakes of England and Wales put together. Wow. So, uh, plenty big enough to be hiding a swimming dinosaur then? Well, yes. In theory, Loch Ness is big enough. It's 37 kilometres long and up to 227 metres deep in places. That's as deep as 19 double-decker buses placed end to end. It's very cold, though. Yeah, that that hasn't put off the Yeti, has it? (laughs) It might do if he had to swim in it. Oh, and if the Yeti was real. Yeah, hang on, Athena, we've already been through this. Let's move on. Yes, let's. So shall we dive in? With the first piece of evidence? Yeah, let's get locking. (laughs) You see, my one was a joke. That one doesn't make any sense, Tinan. you're so mean.
0: First piece of evidence.
1: So, on to the first piece of evidence. The first modern-day sighting of Nessie. There has been talk of a monster in Loch Ness for over 1,500 years, but the fascination we have with the monster really began in 1933 with an article in the Inverness Courier. In the article, a local couple claimed they saw Anteernan. Do you want to do the honours? Gladly.
0: A tremendous upheaval on the loch, which previously had been as calm as the proverbial millpond. There, the creature disported itself, roiling and plunging for fully a minute, its body resembling that of a whale, and the water cascading and churning like a simmering cauldron. Soon, however, it disappeared in a boiling mass of foam.
1: Sorry, uh, disported itself? It kind of means to enjoy yourself or frolic. Sounds like Nessie was having a whale of a time. That's how a joke works. Yeah, Yay, thanks, awesome. thanks.
0: But in all seriousness,
1: this is a great piece
0: of evidence, right? Just listen to that sentence. The water cascading and churning like a simmering cauldron. You don't get too many creatures in a lock that could cause that kind of disturbance, right? That's not going to be an overexcited newt, is it? It must have been something unexpected, like a big sea dinosaur.
1: Hang on, hang on, okay? Not necessarily. Seals are known to swim in the lock. Yeah, but Athena, seals don't resemble whales. Well, hang on. Unless it's a giant prehistoric seal. Oh, it could have been loads of them. Look, but you know what I'm like? I want to have evidence that's concrete that I can look at.
0: Yeah, well, concrete definitely wouldn't swim like that. Oh, Tynan! And speaking of evidence you can look
1: at, we have a photo next. There have been lots of photos taken of the Loch Ness Monster over the years, but many have turned out to be fake. Yeah, I do wish people would stop taking pretend photos of mysterious things. It makes it much harder to convince others that they really exist. It does make it easy for me to be suspicious, especially as the most famous Loch Ness Monster photo was a fake. Yeah, I do love that one, though. It was very clever. If you've not seen it, it looks like a brontosaurus neck and
0: head poking out of the surface of the water. You can see a little bit of its back too. But it was all made with a model head and neck of Nessie stuck to a toy submarine. Brilliant. Second piece of evidence. Our second piece of evidence wasn't a fake photo. Nuh uh, it's a photo taken in 1955 by a man named Peter McNabb. The photo shows what looks like a long snake,
1: or at least something with a long neck, swimming beside the ruins of Urquhart Castle. And according to the Guardian newspaper, It is one of the few to have withstood scientific examination. Well, there you have it then. Nessie caught on film. Ah, well, it doesn't appear to be faked. But it also doesn't necessarily make it the Loch Ness Monster. The image is old, black and white, grainy. I mean, it's not clear what that is, is it? It's not the clearest, but... What
0: else could that be, Athena? I mean, I don't think a giraffe had decided to try wild swimming that day while wearing a bathing cap. There's certainly no animal in Scotland that looks like a long
1: snake creature. OK, there's no creature like that, but it could be a long stick or debris floating along, there's no features like a face or flippers, for example. Yeah, I I agree. It's It's not a great picture. They never are. But I don't think Nessie
0: would be using that one for a fashion mag shoot anyway. When you put that photo, though, which, remember, hasn't proven to be a fake, put that together with our final piece of evidence, well, then it starts
1: to look a lot more convincing. Third piece of evidence. For this piece of evidence, we have a large, mysterious image that was caught on sonar. Aha! Concrete proof! Sorry, um, Athena, what exactly is sonar? I'm glad you asked, because it is a little complicated. Sonar uses sound waves underwater to be able to kind of see things. A machine sends out sound waves, then listens for sounds that bounce back off of any objects they find. It makes a sort of echo... Because the lock is so large, deep and dark, it would be impossible to see everything down there. So, sonar can be used to get an idea of what shapes are under the water.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Kind of like how bats hunt for bugs in the dark. Exactly. Except only if they were underwater bats that went hunting in locks hey, they could exist as well, you never know. But, I mean, all of this makes this
0: evidence very exciting. Because in 2022, yes, that recently, a tourist on a Nessie spotting boat noticed that the sonar machine had identified something big very deep under the water. 30 feet long, to be precise. That is as
1: long as two giraffes. Whoa, hang on, maybe I was wrong and it was giraffes all along. Or maybe a herd of giraffes. The size of it was definitely too big to be just one of them. Maybe you're right. Swimming in lakes is very popular now, isn't it? But there were no giraffes in Scotland. But seriously, what's more interesting about the shape is that it was moving. There were no known creatures of that size in the lock. There's definitely no seals that big. See, it must have been Nessie. Whatever it is, it's certainly something strange. But unfortunately, sonar is not able to show us much detail. In fact, it just looks like a blob on the screen. All we can really know for sure is that there was something very large moving in the depths of the lock. Maybe the image isn't good enough, but when we put all of this evidence together, it's suggesting that it's not just what you see on the surface that counts. Yeah, um, this was under the surface. Uh, Okay, so I mean, there's more to this myth than meets the eye. Right, much, much better. And maybe you're right, or perhaps there are actually two giraffes doing synchronised swimming under the lock. Can you just imagine? rule of the Really Wild Swimming Club is... Geraldine? Geraldine? Um, we, uh, Ethel, we don't forget our towels. Very good. And the second?
0: Don't talk about Really Wild Swimming Club. All? Oh? Everyone will take all the good spots, Ethel.
1: Correct! Now, can you put on my bathing cap for me, please? I can't reach my head otherwise. Thank you. I'm so excited we're finally here to step into my great-aunt Nessie's footsteps. I thought she was a swimmer, not a walker. Well, yes, but it takes quite a lot of wading before it's deep enough for these necks. Longest in class 2005-2007, don't you know? Mm -hmm show off? Well, I hope so. Have you practised? Oh, yes, as best as I could, but the penguins just wouldn't stop complaining about me using their pool, so I had to sneak in while they were asleep. Oh, typical penguins. At least they aren't as bad as those swimming bats. Oh, yes, they are awful, but I think I'm ready, Ethel. Back tuck somersault, skull skull, flamingo, skull skull, side fishtail, egg beater, turn. Stuck, lift you up over the surface for the classic odd Nessie photoshoot. Skull, skull, and huge jug of water must to shape. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Geraldine. The water is your friend. Oh, I can't believe we did it. I feel so alive. Yes, beets eating leaves, walking around a bit, then eating more leaves, doesn't it? I want to go to the championships. Please, let's go, Ethel, please. Lake Erie, here we come. My Aunt Bessie swam there, you know? I mean, that does seem more plausible to me than Nessie, but I'm still not convinced of anything. Let's summarise the evidence, because, as we say every episode, it's up to the chief detectives to decide whether to bust or trust this myth. Take it away, Tiernan. Evidence Recap Ah, thanks, Athena. So, our first piece of evidence was an
0: eyewitness account back in 1933 that talked of a great monster roiling and boiling
1: about in the lock. However, there were only two witnesses and no one else that day said anything about it. You'd think they would have done if they'd seen a sea monster having a lovely time.
0: Our second piece of evidence was a photo of a snake-like creature or a creature with a very long neck seemingly swimming on the surface of the loch.
1: However, the photo isn't very clear and could just as likely be a stick or a giraffe. Um, probably a stick. The final piece of evidence is a
0: sonar image of a very large object moving in the depths of the lock. But as
1: it's a sonar image, there's no detail in it at all. It could really be anything. So, now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Do you think there's a monster lurking in the depths of the lock? Or are they just a bunch of funny-looking sticks? Are you a Nessie Mythbuster? Or a Nessie Myth Truster?
0: We want to hear from you and what you think
1: and most importantly, whose side you're on. Even though, obviously, it's definitely mine, right? It's definitely mine. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a Mythbuster or Myth Truster when it comes to the Loch Ness Monster. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name age what you think all the evidence means and please please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes in our next episode as much as we'd like to we won't be able to use all of them we can't find out the truth without your help
0: and most importantly who's right me it's definitely me or athena probably it's not.
1: definitely me tin and we keep talking about this every week it's definitely me thanks for listening
0: we'll see you next time for more bust or trust
1: Maybe those giraffes were close enough together to look like a blob because they were in a competition. (laughs) What makes you say that? Well, it would mean the race was neck and neck! Very well. Yeah, that's how you write a joke, man. That's how you write a joke. Take notes.